Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! Koskinen with the glove! Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point! I'm James Neal. Time on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades! Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. For Brendan Escott joining you Thursday edition of Oilers Now. Brought to you as always by our title sponsor, Digitex. By our lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Lots to get to, including uh, some breaking news involving the Edmonton Oilers. Straight into our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. Uh, Dave Tippett has just uh, in the process of wrapping up an availability, but uh, confirms Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who did not skate today with the main group for practice, will not fly with the Edmonton Oilers in theory to Vancouver and will not play this weekend in games against Vancouver and Winnipeg. That's if we get a game against Vancouver because currently the Canucks have got a closed practice taking place. They've got testing coming off of a nasty round of COVID protocol issues that decimated their roster. And last night, JT Miller spoke. Um, then the league's NHLPA had a conversation with the uh, Vancouver Canucks and we're waiting to see whether or not we may have another postponement, not just of the game Edmonton and Vancouver on Friday night, but, but possibly uh, the Maple Leafs in Vancouver on Saturday. To discuss that today at 1220 will be Ben Kuzma. 
from Post Media in Vancouver. And then the rest of our regular Thursday contributors to Oilers Now will join us, including Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque at 1235. For our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication solar from 105 today, we will hear from Kevin Weeks. And at 135, actually be closer to 140 today, George LaRock, Edmonton uh, sporting icon, current Montreal-based media personality. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Enjoy a new and brand new outdoor dining experience, the patio at the River Cree. It's open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. daily. When the province returns to action, so too will the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement bet on it. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or at ashleyfinefloors.com. We're on Twitter. At Oilers now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Again, no Ryan Nugent Hopkins this weekend for the Edmonton Oilers. He took a high hit. Uh, Thomas Shabbat got him uh, in Ottawa in the first of uh, the uh, back-to-back games against the Ottawa Senators. And so uh, Nugent Hopkins missed the second game against Ottawa, the game against Calgary on Saturday night. Uh, did skate on his own, and these situations are fluid when you're talking about sort of concussion-like scenarios with high hits to the head, especially in this day and age. Uh, we're incredibly sensitive to uh, those sort of things. 30 years ago, it was, you know, strapping aspirin to it and the way it kind of went. But uh, we're at a different time and a different place and a better place with that. But perhaps more importantly, I'm going to bring Brendan Escott in. We're, we are going to hear from uh, Ben Kuzma in 10 minutes' time, Brendan. Um, but the situation in Vancouver remains very fluid. I, I got to tell you, you know, these situations become a tad political, in my opinion. Um, and I think there's a political sentiment and will at this stage uh, from a lot of people out there not to rush players coming back from COVID protocol situations. I'm going to be intrigued to see how this plays itself out. Um, if I was a gambling man, I would suggest to you that I think we might be leaning, tilting to the side of the orders not playing the game in Vancouver. Mark Spector reported earlier today the team will fly at 5 o'clock uh, to Vancouver. I think they'll obviously know by then where they're at, and I, and I should emphasize this point. Normally, the orders would fly at 3 o'clock to Vancouver. They would fly at 2 o'clock, as an example, to Calgary, but they would fly at 3 o'clock because they're going to gain an hour uh, when they would fly into Vancouver in past years. And so this year, because of the whole COVID protocol situation, it's not like you're going out to restaurants in the opposition's town the night before a game anymore. It's completely regimented and quite spartan relative to what the players uh, normally deal with. And so I'm going to throw this out there in the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Do you think the Canucks should be playing this early, given that uh, they basically get one practice in and given the amount of uh, players that were on that COVID protocol list. I'd like to know what the listeners think. Do you think they should get back up and at them and playing? Conversely, do you think the league should maybe give Vancouver a couple more uh days to because you've had players like JT Miller complain sort of where they're at right now that they don't necessarily uh, feel right. So, Brendan, you, know, you get the first uh, whack at it, have at it. 
Oh boy. Um, you know, I, the fact that Miller's speaking out to me is, is obviously as impactful as you're going to get in this situation. But uh, Elliot Friedman made a really good point on, on the panel last night in that you you wonder where the conversation was had that arrived at this decision in the first place. Like, who in the Canucks organization said that they would be cool signing off on this when in reality the guys that actually had to go out there, take the ice after overcoming this sickness, are saying wait a minute, we're not necessarily ready for that. But the other side to it in my opinion is the fact that you haven't had or you have had, excuse me, other teams that are dealing with similar circumstances. You know, New Jersey I think had uh, like 14 or 15 days off and then one practice in a game, you know, so it's not like this is specifically unique to the Canucks, but I understand how um, they were really negatively impacted by the variant. So it's it's tough, and I don't think that they uh, will ultimately end up playing. If I'm being honest, yeah, I just I, you know what, uh, and unfortunately for Edmonton, I mean they they go to Montreal and uh, have a situation where um, uh, have a situation where. I mean, first of all, they get a, a false positive in the case of yes, a Poliarvi, and almost have a game shut down. Then they go back into Montreal, and the Canadians have a couple players. As it turned out, only one player ultimately had COVID, uh, and that was Yoel Armia, and Kotkaniemi was considered a close contact. Now, Vancouver's situation is completely different. The Oilers have been affected by this, and I'd, I'd maybe assert to you that Edmonton's been lucky. Uh, I think there's a degree of luck that comes, you know, it's, it's not like there's one organization that's done an infinitely better job job than other organizations and i i have spoken to a couple of athletes that have gone through it and each of the ones that i spoke to had a completely different experience in terms of recovering from it so it's it's you know it's very interesting um very interesting scenario. Uh, let's go to a couple quick texts here in the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Randy says, Bob, if the Canucks are unfit to play, they should not play. However, the Oilers should not have to make up this game against uh, Vancouver if it's rescheduled. Well, I have a way that they can work away around that. I think we have to be pragmatic that maybe, you know what, if, if Vancouver's got four games against Ottawa, Maybe they just eliminate those four games and Vancouver and Ottawa finish with 52 games played. Maybe that's the fairest way to do that. And then that allows you to make up a couple of the lost games to the Canucks when they were supposed to play the Ottawa Senators. Uh, you, you know, like, I mean, and, and then you go by points percentage for playoff spots. You have to, what, the one thing that we've all learned here during the pandemic is you have to be uh, you know, open, uh, to, to deal. It's, it's kind of a, a really tricky situation. And these scenarios are fluid and you can't be too dogmatic in your approach. This text comes in, Bob, the Canucks need to ratchet it up to quote Louis DeBrus. That one comes to us from, uh, fear of the fi- uh, Finn. That's, uh, Phil. He's a San Jose Sharks, uh, uh, fan. Uh, RP says, Bob, it's about medical clearance, nothing more. Not sure why it's such a big controversy. If they get cleared, they should play. Lauren um, um, Lauren says, Bob, this is just the tip of the iceberg. The odds are against the NHL. What are the odds against the NHL not having a COVID outbreak during the playoffs? This is just a demonstration of greed by the NHL with no consideration for the Canucks players or their families. Uh, the Canucks should just forfeit the games. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, RCN, very intelligent texter, says, this is indeed unique to Vancouver, dealing with the variant for one. For two, the number of players who actually had COVID in Vancouver is far greater than the number of positive players in other situations. 
That is true. It is different in terms of that regard. My point is the outbreak could have happened in multiple different markets. And so there's a degree of luck as to why that's not happened. Again, you can text us at 780-7804960063. Did I reschedule? Okay. I thought maybe I uh, ended up reading the text the wrong way. Uh, this text comes to us from Cowtown Bob. He says, uh, I think GT Miller came across like a pudding. He and the Canucks should get on the ice and let the season play out. COVID is part of the game this year and the Canucks need to deal with it rather than give up. I- I'm not, I didn't see them giving up. I just said that maybe the sense was they're not quite ready yet. Uh, this text comes in from loyal Oilers fan in the YYC. He says, Bob, play or forfeit? Tough for the Canucks, yes, but time is running out in the season, and it's not fair to other teams. So that's a bit of a range of some of the thoughts that are out there right now. Here's what we're going to do at this time. In three minutes' time, we're going to go to Vancouver, and we're going to hook up with the guy that's all over it. Post Media's Ben Kuzma. But quickly in the orders now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers uh, in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. And speaking of uh, dealing with schedule changes and those sort of things, here's the Oilers, Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, I mean, you have to. There's no no choice, really. You know, it's not ideal. We know that. Um, we knew it was going to happen eventually this season uh to to any team obviously i think it hit our team pretty uh uh pretty bad especially since we've been so good and and you know haven't haven't really had any uh any any cases or, or anything like that so you know you just hope that the nhl down the road uh the, this this last little stretch here is going to help us out a little bit that's Leon Settle. So we referenced JT Miller from the Vancouver Canucks. We're going to hear Ben Guzma. This was a Canucks veteran forward, JT Miller. This guy had a 70-point season last year. He's a big-time player for that organization. Uh, and it's JT Miller's belief that the Canucks aren't necessarily ready to return to play. Yeah, I don't really feel ready at all, I'm being completely honest. I'm trying to use a couple skates here to get me, get my hockey senses back. Uh, the legs aren't going to be there immediately, obviously. I can't really speak on behalf of my teammates um, that, you know, have had it, uh, COVID. So it's going to be tough for them to bounce back this quickly and try to play. So I'm just hoping everybody can stay as healthy as they can here. And, um, you know, that's kind of like my main priority is try to stay healthy. So I haven't really thought about expectations or how ready to play I'd be. I just know that it's going to be tough to jump back into a game against a really good team. But um, at the end of the day, hopefully, once we get started, the uh, competitive juices will be flowing off the hop. So um, kind of the car we've been dealt, and we've got to deal with it now. That's JT Miller. Of the. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Vancouver Canucks. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. In 90 seconds time, we'll hear from Post Media's Ben Kuzma. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shack. So you're saying there's a chance. Uh, we'll see what uh, transpires over the course of the summer with Oscar Clefbaum. Welcome back, everybody, to Oilers Now. 1221 in Edmonton, as promised. We're going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show longtime uh, 
beat writer uh, on the Vancouver Canucks for Post Media, Ben Kuzma. Ben, how you doing? Okay, Bob. Good afternoon. Yes, Nothing thank going you. Nothing going on here. <laughs> Nothing going on. Well, we're, we're kind of waiting. Um, I'm getting the distinct impression that a large percentage of the uh, media that follow the Canucks and the public sentiment out in that market right now doesn't think the games should be played this weekend. Is that a, a fair perception to have? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the Canucks are on the ice as we speak right now. It's interesting that this was supposed to be an open practice for us. It's now closed to the media. Uh, so we can't be sitting there and jotting down an American Hockey League lineup for you. But um, I think what's at play here is uh, a concern about back-to-backs. I mean, the Canucks would basically be playing two games in less than 24 hours because, you know, a 4 o'clock start here for Hockey Night on Saturday against the Leafs uh, to accommodate uh, uh, that crowd is of great concern to the players. But I think it goes beyond that. It's not just the back-to-backs this weekend, Bob. It's it's five games in the first seven days. It's six back-to-backs in 19 and 31, uh, which is, is really going to put a tremendous strain on the players physically, emotionally. I mean, the doctors were doing uh, tests, uh, evaluation tests of the players this morning before they went on the ice. And, of course, they have the final say as what may or may not occur here Friday uh, with the Oilers and the Leafs on Saturday. You know, they're looking, they're looking at, uh, you know, cardio, respiratory, how the heart and lungs were functioning because, you know, as a professional player, uh, they have to be at optimum performance. And when you start introducing COVID into the equation and, and a very aggressive variant that has basically run wild in Vancouver uh, and the lower mainland, uh, there's there's cause for concern. So uh, long story short, I, I think tomorrow uh, is a coin toss. Um, I, I somehow think they're going to play Saturday. I don't think they should, uh, but Friday they may not. All right. How many uh, players are currently on the COVID protocol list? Well, it's probably easier to say the ones that uh, that uh, are playing, but the ones that are out, uh, and I got, I've got them right here. Let's let's do this. Uh, we've got Chatfield, Edler, Howerluck, Hoaglander, McEwen, Schmidt, uh, Vertanen, uh, and then of course uh, Louis Erickson, who's a, a, a close contact. He's out longer. So basically, what what you've got at play here? Should they play tomorrow night? Uh, it, it's it's basically. Uh, and a lineup that's been cobbled together. There'd probably be uh, probably four guys off the taxi squad uh, to make some semblance of, a, of an NHL lineup, or should I say AHL lineup, but uh, it, it's certainly a, a tremendous competitive imbalance. Well, with Edler and Schmidt out right there, that's two of the Canucks' top four in defense. Uh, Pedersen- well, it's looking like this, Bob. It's looking like this. It's like Hughes, Hamannick, Ulevi, if he clears, with Myers, and then you're talking guys like Sontner, Breezebaugh, and Rafferty, guys off the taxi squad yeah. to try to fill out your third pairing. So uh, in any league, that that's, that's tenuous at best. And, of course, these guys all got tested last evening, and the daily protocol list comes out at 2 o'clock uh, in BC, 3 o'clock your time. So we'll, we'll know then if anybody else has um, come off the list or, or, should I say, be added to the list. I, I can't imagine that at this point in time. We've gone a number of days here uh, without anybody being added to the list. So do you think Ben Kuzma joining us, Ben, do you think there's any possibility they postpone both games this weekend and just push the North Division back another week? I personally, Bob, I really think they should. I mean, you've got the oil, then you've got the Leafs in here for a pair. At least, if the players are concerned about not being ready, I mean, whether that's just a fitness level or whether that's some lingering effects, what the harm, you know, another four days might work wonders. 
And I think that's at, at play to some degree because I don't think are the Leafs going to come out here and just play one game next week. I mean, they, they're supposed to play two. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would postpone both of them. And I know that they, they don't want to do that right now because it's getting harder and harder to squeeze all the games in. But let's be honest here. It's, it's, it's health and safety that are of paramount importance. And Miller's passionate plea yesterday. And this is coming from a guy, Bob, who, I mean, a year ago, he didn't know a lot about COVID. And, but as a father and a husband and two young daughters, you know, he had his scare at the training camp as a close contact. He was shut down for the better part of a week to 10 days. And quite frankly, it took Miller a couple of weeks to get up to speed because, you know, there, you just can't replicate uh, training at that time of year and getting ready to play. And he was slow to come around. And he said yesterday that, you know, he's, he's been sucking wind, even though he's had these individual skates. Uh, he's not ready to play. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I find this really, I've got a solution, by the way, Ben. You want to hear it? You always have solutions. Go ahead. My my solution is to eliminate the four games against the Ottawa Senators. Just Vancouver and Ottawa play fifty-two game schedule each instead of fifty-six, and we go by percentage points for the standings. Does well, I've, I've, yeah, and you're you're singing to the choir here. I mean, I, I wrote that in my piece today. I even went a step further and say, well, you could even sort of take take a look at what's happening in Calgary too. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, they won last night to beat the Habs, but they're, they have only a seven percent chance of snagging that fourth and final playoff spot in the division, and they've got games left against Calgary. Maybe not the ones coming up but the Canucks finished the season with two games against Calgary I mean I'm, I'm, a, I'm a betting man those games aren't going to make they're not going to mean anything so take four against Ottawa the two against Calgary now at least you've, you've eliminated six and maybe there's some breathing space because when you're playing 19 games in 31 days I mean come on oh. you're, you're, you're inviting long-term symptoms and you're obviously inviting injury it's interesting, Ben, because I know you know I follow NCAA football, and Alabama did an unbelievable job protecting their players and team. And one of the biggest things they did is they had strict rules in bye weeks, and there were a lot of programs that got into trouble when players because they went back and saw their families during bye weeks, and uh, that was a paramount to the success of what the Crimson Tide. And let's not forget, Nick Saban had COVID in a state that had a high COVID rate. Um, I, I just, I can't even, I think there's a luck factor in all of this as well, but it's it, it suffice. I mean, we saw what happened with Buffalo. I don't think Taylor Hall's ever recovered this year from what happened earlier. Well, there's two, yeah. yeah, there's two things at play here. I mean, you mentioned the bye week. I mean, the Canucks had their mandatory six-day break at the, at the same time that the Brazilian P1 variant had basically taken Whistler by wildfire because, of course, you know, all the young people work in the yep. service industry and they all live together. And you have people somehow getting into Vancouver and somehow getting to this world-class resort and it spread like wildfire and it was at the same time that the Canucks had their break because we we're trying to dial it all back right. you know the Canucks were in Montreal at the time that uh, Joel Armia had tested positive and it, it turned to be a, a variant yep. and the Habs were shut down for eight days and with the incubation period there was some thought that maybe the Canucks who were there for three days including an off day may have contracted it in Montreal but of course the modeling has shown us that it's what it is everywhere it's community spread yep. uh, it was having that innocent dinner uh in, in a facility uh with other people and boom here we are today ben appreciate you joining us on uh short notice i, I look forward to the day maybe sometime next season when we get back to talking hockey and not talking covid thank you for your time and, uh, with no masks thank you there we go. That is Ben Kuzma from Post Media. Well, we're a while away from that right now. Uh, out of Vancouver. Uh, did some great work up in Kamloops back in the day with uh, Robin Brownlee. What a powerhouse uh, group they had up there. And has uh, covered the Canucks for about the last 25 or 30 years. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, NHL hockey and Rogers analyst Louis DeBrusque. You're listening to Oilers now. 
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.